Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Nick with News segment. I am, as always, your host, Nick, bringing you the latest and greatest news with Inside the Voice community. Today, I have a few articles that I'd like to share with you. One Google, one Amazon, one LingoFest. So let's start off with the LingoFest. So a lot of people may or may not know. I know everybody knows what WitLingo is and and uh, what Ahmed is doing over there at Witlingo, but I don't know if they know what what LingoFest is. So LingoFest is a um, a conference that is put on every year, and it gives young minds the chance to write about where they see the future going and how we can best prepare for that. So if you go over to LingoFest 2021, you'll be able to register for this event, which allows you um, to uh, get all of the recordings and all of the transcripts for the recordings. And what I mean by recordings is that every day there is a presenter, a different presenter, and you'll be able to view and access those recordings and transcripts and be able to look at those presentations anytime you want in order to go back and reflect on the information. And there's a lot of good inf information there. Uh, there's everything from, uh, you know, uh, smart assistance helping elderly people to uh, uh, Gina uh, Isham talking about sonic branding and sonic branding awareness. So just keep those in mind. And there's also a LingoFest student essay contest. So if you're a college student and you want to give it a chance and a try, uh, go ahead and uh, submit your essay for review. And submissions for the essay have to be in by, I believe, March 10th, March 15th, somewhere around there. And uh, and so there you go. Now, as you can see, if you scroll down on the website, there is an accurate um, calendar of what's happening, what's going on, and who's going to be presenting, and it goes all the way out to the 31st of March. So this is an all-month event. So if you can, go ahead, register. There's different uh, pay categories for registering. There's uh, a free tier, you know, an extremely rich tier, and there's a lot of tiers in between. So pick the tier that's right for you, register for LingoFest 2021, and the link will be in the description of this Nick with News. So moving on to our first, I believe this is our first Google um, uh, article that we're going to be sharing, which is kind of cool. So unlocking your phone is no longer necessary for some Google Assistant actions. And this article was by Rita and it was released on the 23rd of February, 2021 by Android Police. And here it goes. How many times have you tried to ask uh, the assistant to do something and you're out of reach of your phone only to hear the answer in return and grabbing your device and then it reveals the dreaded unlock to continue uh, message with the lock screen on the top. If you frequently wondered what good is a voice assistant with the voice match, if it can't authenticate you and override the lock screen, is it any useful? Then you're in the same boat as me. 
but Google is finally fixing that. And I think this is a great idea, Rita. Uh, Google Assistant already offers a personalized on-screen uh, lock screen option, but, it's but it used to only work for calendars, reminders, emails, and shopping lists. Now, it also lets you make calls to your contacts or send messages, start music playback, set up timers, and alarms. So that's pretty cool. To get it working, you need to enable assistant settings, personal results, lock screen personal results, and now you can simply say H-E-Y, the G word, to your locked phone, whether it's across the room or on your desk, but you prefer to continue hands-free and ask to call or message a contact playing some music on Spotify, YouTube music, and possibly more services too, or set a timer or alarm. And then as you go down here, it essentially gives you what it looks like inside of the app, where if you're inside personal results, there's like lock screen personal results, uh, personal suggestions on lock screen before you ask, on headphones at a glance, and then you just go ahead and you flick those on and off. Google says that the cards are large and can be seen from across the room, but in my experience, most of them are just the same interface that we've seen before. They're certainly not readable from several meters away, only the music playback card is big now, so it's possible that a similar large UI is coming to other cards via a side server switch. So there you go, think about that. We spotted the new lock screen music playback card in the Assistant a few weeks ago. So we think uh, this ability to trigger more personal Assistant results from the lock screen has been rolling out for some time um, for a while now. Google has officially announced this feature now, so it should be available to you even if it wasn't before. It's already been live on all of our devices. So that's definitely something to look at if you are a Google Assistant fan. And then I wanted to click on this link and see where it took you. So there's a link here. It says personal results on the lock screen option. And then it pulls you into this. And I know some of you are probably listening to this, but in order to uh, get to the lock screen uh, personal results on your Android phone or tablet, just say HG, open assistant settings. Under all settings, tap personalization, tap on personal results, and then turn on lock screen personal results. God, that is a lot. Like, go back to what uh, Steve Jobs said. Three clicks, that's it. You get where you get by three clicks. So, I don't know. That seems like that's buried pretty deep in, into a menu. But again, I am biased, and I'm not exactly the biggest Google Assistant fan. So, moving on. Let's talk a little bit about privacy. So Tech Explorer released a uh, study uh, with privacy issues and security risks inside of Alexa skills. So here we go. With voice commands, Alexa skills users can load numerous extra functions onto their um, Amazon Voice Assistant. 
However, these skills can often have security gaps and data protection problems. As a team of researchers from Horst Goritz Institute for IT Security at Rotham University Backham, RUB for short, R-U-B, and North Carolina State University discovered together with a former PhD student who studied, uh, who started to work for Google during the project. They presented their work at the network uh, at the Network and Distribution System Security Symposium, NDSS for short, conference on the 24th of February 2001 or uh, 2001, 2021. They analyzed more than 90,000 skills in their study. The research group um, of Christopher Lenswich and Dr. Martin uh, studied the first time the ecosystem of Amazon Alexa skills. These voice commands are not only by the U.S. tech company Amazon itself, but by external providers. Users can download them at a store operated directly by Amazon. In some cases, they are also activated automatically by Amazon. Researchers obtained and analyzed 90,194 skills from the stores in seven countries' platforms. So essentially, they're talking about the other, the other uh, stores within the skill store. They found significant deficiencies for safe use. A first problem is that Amazon has partially activated skills automatically since 2017. Previously, users had to go through the use uh, of each skill. Now they hardly have an overview of where, to, uh, where the answer Alexa gives them comes from and who programmed it in the first place, explained both the doctor and the rub chair of system security. Unfortunately, it is often unclear which skill is activated at what time. For example, if you ask her for a compliment, she will give you a response from 31 different providers and, not, and it's not immediately clear which one automatically selected that. Data that is needed for the technical implication of commands can be unintentionally forwarded to external providers. My take on that is, you know, with the with the can fulfill intent and all this other stuff, if you ask for a compliment, yeah, I could bring up Bob's compliments, skill fact, whatever. But you're still going to know what it is because you're going to have a logo on your screen and you're going to have something at the bottom of the screen telling you like what skill it is. Now, if you're on a hands-free device, you're kind of on your own there. So publishing new skills under a false identity. Furthermore, we were able to prove that skills can be pu published under a false identity. Well-known automotive companies, for example, make voice commands available for their smart systems. Users download these believing that the company itself has provided these skills, but that's not always the case. Although Amazon checks all of the skills offered in a certification process, this so-called skill squatting, the adoption of already existing provider names and functions is often not noticeable. In an experiment, we were able to publish skills in the name of a large company. Valuable information from users can be tapped here, explains the researcher. So if an automotive supplier has not yet developed a skill for its smart system in a car to turn up or down the music, for example, attackers would be able to do so under the supplier's name. They can exploit users' trust and well-known names and an Amazon to tap into 
personal information such as data location or user behavior. Criminals, however, could not directly tap encrypted data or change commands with malicious intent in the process to manipulate the smart car, for example, to like open doors or hit the brakes or whatnot. Circumventing uh, Amazon security check. And this is just moving on into the next uh, category here. But I do want to head back real quick to the publishing new skills under a false identity. I could see that and I don't understand why they don't have like a, um, a database checker amongst trademarked, uh, maybe not trademark sayings, but trademark business names and to say, hey, this is a violation of trademark, blah, 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 you know. So uh, circumventing Amazon's security check. The researchers also identified another security risk under our study also showed that skills could be changed by providers afterwards. And this was explained by the RUB Chairman of Information and Technology Management. This vulnerability places the security of the previous certification process on the part of Amazon into the perspective. Attackers could reprogram the voice command after a while for users to um, input credit card data, for example, Amazon tests usually catch such prompts, but does not allow them the, the trick of changing the program after afterwards and can be bypassing the control. By trusting the, uh, the abused provider name in Amazon, numerous users could be fooled by this trick. So essentially what they're saying there is, is that after a skill certified, it's live. And with being able to like update a skill in a live mode, if somebody who was a crook planned ahead, they could potentially try to scam somebody's credit card information out of them, save it to a database somewhere, and then externally use it. Especially if you're pulling from the customer API, where you're pulling, you know, their name, where you know their address, their device location, and all this and that. And now we have uns uh, unsufficient data protection declarations. In addition to these security risks, the research team also identified significant lacks in the general data protection declarations for the skills. For example, only 24.2% of skills have a so-called privacy policy at all, and even fewer in particularly sensitive areas of skills and fitness. Especially here, there should be strong improvements. Amazon has confirmed some of the problems to the research team and says it's working on countermeasures. Okay, so privacy policy. I try to include one with every every single skill that I publish, but yes, that is true that only the ones for kids and health and fitness require that and essentially requires, hey, we're not going to take your kids' data. We're not going to try to, you know, pull a quick one on your kids. And also for health and fitness, hey, I'm not a doctor, but I'm just trying to help you out. So, um, but I always try to include a privacy policy because I think that's, I think that's best. So with that being said, that is the three articles that we had for today. If you could, as always hit that subscribe button, hit the bell for notifications. And if you're listening to us via the podcast, via audio only, go ahead and give us a like and leave us a review wherever you're hearing this. Remember to sign up for Lingo Fest 2021. And as always, I'm your host, Nick, wishing you a good day. Thanks.